Hello. Today, we will be talking about nepotism, okay? Now, we all know people have their criticisms, their opinions, their judgments on based off of nepotism in the workplace and how most nepo babies have this very um, prolonged privilege of some sorts when in the workplace, whether they're taking over their father's or their father's business, whether they're getting a promotion, um, like it, it can go for anything, honestly. But we all know people have their opinions on nepo babies because you know we always see nepo babies, nepo babies always like sort of avoiding the question whether or not they are a nepo baby, and they always say no, no, nah, blah, blah, blah. I work my way up, blah, blah, blah. Like we all hear those sort of excuses, but. Um, for an, ex- for an example, just to like give you guys a more of like a clear aspect of like what nepotism is. So, so just like one example is, so if two equally qualified candidates are up for a promotion and the boss gives the job to his son-in-law, right? That would be an example of nepotism. And nepotism can also occur when someone with less experience is hired simply because they know the boss. So that in its own form is a example, a primary example of like what nepotism is. Um, So let's just say, for example, if I was to go to maybe a business and marketing job, whatever, and the boss is my friend. I've known him for like maybe like 15 years or whatever. I go in and I'm like, hey, can I kind of like, you know, we, we meet for the first time in like 15 years. We start catching up on things. How's the family doing? Family's doing great, whatever. And we're kind of just having this really like real, honest, genuine conversation, right? We're getting to like know each other more after 15 years. And I go and I slip in, hey, is it okay? It's okay. Are you guys hiring at all? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're hiring. Hey, yeah, what position do you want, right? What position do you want? It's almost like he's saying, which one do you want? And I'll give it to you, right? Because I know you. I've known you for like 15 years of my life. Like, I'm going to give you this job, right? But do I think that's okay? Do I, do I think that's a, a genuine friend? Sure. But like how other people view it, that's they view it as nepotism and favoritism, honestly, from other people's perspective. But I see it as, I mean, I don't see it like in a more like, I'm just sending the example, but I see it as nepotism, but like me in that sort of like perspective zone, I don't see it as that. I see it as like someone that's actually being like a very genuine friend to me and actually giving me this position. But there's under, there's other candidates running up against this position that they want. So when they find out that I'm going to get this position, they go apeshit. They go wild. They go to the to the boss that is my friend, right? They argue with him and they shout at him saying, why are you giving the position to John? Like, all your, why are you even doing that? I've worked here for almost 10 years. He only came in today and you're giving him this position that I've been working so hard for and dedica- dedicated my whole life for and you're just going to give it to someone that just walked in back into your life after 15 years and you're just going to give it to him like that 
he's like, oh, no, it's not like that. It's not like that. You know, I, I think because no one else was hired. You know, no one was really applying for the position. But I was applying for the position. I was working for this position. I even told you about it last week. <laughs> and you're just going to, like, give it to him? That's so fucked up. Then they, you know, they quit because they were just so tired of being treated, like, treated with little respect. And they quit. And then I'm taking the position, right? That is also a primary source of nepotism. It, if you, It's even if you know a friend or if it's like your, I don't know, your uncle or your cousin or your dad or your mom, like that is nepotism. But a lot of people don't view it like that. They view it as someone that is just going for, going to them for a favor or a favor or something like that. Anyways, done with the examples because I'm just done. Um... So obviously, in its simplest form, um, nepotism in, in the workplace is favoring family and friends, like I said, over others for opportunities within the workplace. Um, these can like include hiring, promotions, desirable project assignments, preferred shifts, or any other openly available opportunity in the workplace. And while not like actually like illegal, um, nepotism is one of the more destructive practices, I would say, um, managers can imbue in the workplace, in their workplace, in a sense, in their environment. But not only is like this practice an equitable, equitable, sorry, way to promote employees, but it also like limits opportunities for the employer. You know, nepotism sort of cuts off a company's ability to like build teams authentically and promote top talent and develop organizational organizational collaboration, expand shared knowledge, and retain employees overall. But the course of active like you know nepotism often like places the wrong people in leadership or subject matter expert positions. So further, you know, it sort of prevents more qualified employees, like just to say in in its like simplest form, um, further it provides or prevents, sorry, um, and qualified employees or candidates from developing their careers and collaborating to produce the best services, products, (sighs) sorry, and policies. But like, this like eventually like waters down the leadership quality and key roles within the organization and as top talent often abandons a company when they when there is no hope for future opportunities so we're going to get into like more of like how to avoid nepotism in the workplace cuz obviously it could be something that can be very um, avoidable. I'm going to take a little sip of my water real quick. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. So obviously it can be something that it, it can be something that can be avoidable. Um, I think it's more about setting, you know, clear expectations, um, through policy and practice and culture. And I think that's like the only way to show, sort of all your employees, if you're a boss, that like nepotism is not part of your company or its identity. And um, so I'm going to like, you know, share some recommendations um, to help a boss 
like yourselves, if you're a boss and you're listening to this, um, identify nepotism and like avoid the practice within your business altogether. So the first thing is develop an active anti-nepotism policy. So this should be in the employee handbook of some sorts and part of your like leadership training. So like strong anti-nepotism policies prohibit related individuals from working in the same department or company or more specifically one family member reporting to another. The second is to maintain detailed job descriptions. So the template that sets up these other safeguards for success is the job description. And maintaining an accurate and detailed job description for each role is one of the best ways to keep team expectations grounded, leadership in check, and an open, communicative platform for all to see. And therefore, you know, job descriptions should always detail the skills, the experience, and the attributes employees need to qualify for any given position within the company or just, you know, within the environment or within the range of employees and all that stuff. Number three, sorry, conduct manager or leadership training. So more than any other step, leadership training directly addresses the concerns of nepotism. A direct call out of the practice should, you know, sort of include a clear definition of favoritism in a, in a uh, very descriptive description of like what it looks like in the workplace and a statement that all managers are responsible for not only avoiding the practice, but also speaking up when they notice it. So obviously bosses have the absolute power to notice nepotism or favoritism in the workplace. And if they see it sort of happening in their eyes, in their perspective, then they should always have that courage of sort of um, releasing a statement or even just trying to fix the problem or the issue. And see if they can like work around the issue and try to like find solutions in order for the, you know, that nepotism, like, I guess, I want to, I wouldn't want to say poison because I feel like it's a very dramatic like perspective to have on it, but like more of like a, a nepotism, like to like really just make sure like the air of nepotism is never arise, arising again in a sense. I was trying to put it in like a very clear perspective in a more like non-dramatic way, but I ended up just ignoring that. So the fourth thing is to create a transparent, communicative hiring and promotional culture. So if the process for how new hires are selected and how employees are promoted is openly, openly visible to all and improves the chance of unity and trust building within the organization. It is essential essential that the hiring and promotional processes are not mysterious at all, as that will increase the questioning and anxiety around actual or even perceived favoritism. Um, yeah. <laughs> Number five, develop an HR or senior management approval process for hires and promotions. So to fortify the Pelinx, Pelinx, I can't say the word, um, against nepotism, your human resources department should always be involved before you or your ma- or before you or 
your managers make any final hiring or promotion related decisions or choices that they want to like endure and they want to make. But hopefully that, you know, your HR staff has the neutrality and authority to like help govern these employment actions so that, you know, senior managerial managerial, sorry, approval is another good step in the hiring process for certain positions and promotions. The next thing is types of nepotism. So we're going to be calling out the types of types of nepotism in the workplace uh, because they're very, they're very easy to just go in detail about. They're very easy to spot, especially because you can just feel it. You can kind of just sense it in your bones that there is nepotism in the air, in the environment that you're working at. And you can just tell by it because obviously if someone's just going to walk up in there, take your position because they known someone for like 15, fuck, sorry, 15 to 20 years, then that is just nepotism at, at its finest. And you have to notice that you have to take accountability and responsibility to just speak up because if you don't speak up, then it's going to cause more of an issue issue. And I feel like it's going to affect your job and your work ethic to a whole new level. So generally speaking, there are two types of um, nepotism. Um, Reciprocal nepotism and entitlement nepotism. Although they are like sort of both unjust a little bit, they serve different purposes and the motives behind them are like slightly different. Um, According to Indeed, reciprocal nepotism is when a family member accepts a position because of financial considerations, loyalty issues, and a desire for a better family relationship or cultural norms. Nepotism has been allowed previously, but entitlement nepotism is when someone feels this sort of sense of entitlement for a you know certain job or promotion only because their family member works at a company. This occurs most often within you know family-owned businesses. Now we're going to get into the examples of nepotism or favoritism in the workplace. So there are plenty of more subtitle acts of nepotism in the workplace that many would simply refer to as favoritism. These scenarios can also occur when family-related nepotism is not even present. And I think poor management styles and bad practices by anyone in in the company can lead to the same undesirable outcomes. So these are some examples. So workload distribution, the employer or manager does not spread out the workload equally, and some employees have heavier or less desirable workloads than others. Critical feedback channels, important work-related information is only shared with certain employees. Rapid onward Mobility, similar to promotion, there is also a practice of moving an underserving employee through each level of the organization. This makes it appear as though they have worked their way up, but it is essentially a fast track to their desired role in the company. Manager employee closeness, closeness, sorry, the base, the base, the boss hangs out with the same people or person day after day and does not spend time with others. Though, This is not technically against the rules in most cases. Other team members get the message that they are not equally valued. Values. Bad habits overlooked. A certain employee arrives late to work each day or repeatedly makes mistakes without correction, while others a little uh, re-permitted when they do the same. Um, Certain 
employees have input on their project or work selection when, when others do not. This is common with desirable work shifts or hours. So this is going to be a long one because it's going to be a long one. How nepotism affects the workplace indefinitely and negatively. So nepotism or even perceived favoritism of a family member or any other sort of employee can cause anger or frustration almost and dissatisfaction among, you know, other team members. And it will eventually lower employee moral and employees will have less incentive to perform their, you know, their responsibilities diligently and to the best of their abilities if they feel that the path, the path to promotion or like any other future opportunity is determined, undetermined, sorry, by nepotism. And although nepotism can have countless negative effects on the workplace, these are some of the most severe, severe (laughs) consequences when nepotism is in the workplace or it's affecting the workplace. So it leads to claims of discrimination. While the act of nepotism itself is usually not illegal, the practice can result in legal behavior or even outcomes. And for example, if you if you only hire from a small pool, you will eventually cut off qualified candidates who may have grounds to claim discrimination, and it reduces the internal talent pool. When you're when you commonly hire people who fit within your favored class, you shrink your pool of resources or qualified candidates or employees. And I think in doing so, you weaken the future of your organization by losing out on top talent, damaging the culture and and uh, eroding employees' trust in the company leadership. And, that, and yes, like it does seriously affect talent retention. Sorry, I don't know why I glitched there. Retention. Um, and there's ha- there has been research that shows that 87% of millennials are looking for deployment, oh, sorry, development and career advancement opportunities. Thus, the practice of even occasional nepotism is a great way to lose these employees. Your top talent will definitely eventually just leave your, your organization and in favor of companies that can offer them advancement and skill development rather than just being treated with um, low respect or being treated as they have no actual desirable um, connections or improvements to the company, they're, they know that they're being treated wrong. So they, fe- they just feel like, well, if I just go to a different company, maybe they'll have a different opinion on myself, on me. But I already know my opinion, which is I'm a good person that I'm – a, I'm a good worker. If you know that you are a good worker, you're good at your job, you're on time, you're doing what you, you have to do in order to pay your bills, pay your rent, have food on your table, have a roof over your head. If you know that to yourself, then it's your it, you have to take that big step or that big leap into like speaking up. And even if you speak up and even the boss kind of just hears you but they don't but he doesn't listen or she, then you need to just get out of there and just walk out. And you need to find another job because you're not going to be treated wrong. You're not going to be treated disrespectfully 
as if you're just a pet or you're a pig. You are someone who is very creatively driven. So if your boss doesn't see that, then it's time to go bye-bye and go get another job and get you some good money and make sure that you're being treated right. Anyways, so, you know, this goes without saying, but, like, companies that dabble in nepotism can, like, never build a, you know, very, like, dynamic or, like, healthy work culture. And you cannot, like, build trust in your company when management is unfairly advancing certain employees and ignoring more qualified ones. And plus, it lowers productivity and creativity and quality of work. So ultimately, the act of nepotism or any other unjust favoritism will end high productivity, which creativity and quality output in the company. And when leadership and the other key positions in the organization are filled with anyone other than your top talent, the results will eventually show and they were not they will not be good results <laughs> because you cannot be so pissed or so upset that your results are shit well if you started to treat your your worker well your employees with more respect and more kindness and more kind-hearted acts then i don't think you will have this result of showing non-creative employees when they provide their work for you i don't give a damn if you know this person for like your whole life. I don't give a damn. I should be treated as equally as he should. If he can just get a position just like that in a second, why can I? Oh, because I don't oh, because we don't know we don't know each other. We haven't known each other since like the first grade. Oh, but like I can't get the job. But I've worked here for like 10 years. I dedicated my life to this job. I worked my ass off, and this is what I get in return is someone that you've known for one damn second to take my position. That's not fair, obviously. Like, there's a lot of things that can go on in the workplace despite nepotism, like racism or discrimination. Like, there's a lot of other unjust things that happen into the workplace, not only just nepotism, but nepotism is one of the few the few um, major negative acts when it comes to, you know, being in the workplace. And a lot of people see that. A lot, a lot of people are not blind. They're not blind at all they see it happening but i think there's a lot of people that don't have the courage or the chance to actually like speak up about it because i think they know that they're not going to receive an actual honest and genuine conversation out of the boss because the boss is going to look at them like they're stupid or they're going to look at them like oh so that's wrong of you to say um, i've known this person my whole life and you come up in here and say like oh you deserve the position, but he doesn't. That's just wrong. They're going to look at you like you're stupid. They're going to gaslight you into thinking that what you're feeling is wrong and what you're doing is wrong. But in reality, it's not wrong. It's absolutely not wrong if you're speaking up about a position that you've been working hard towards and this person just walks up in there and just takes it out of your hands. Then sure as hell, you're going to get mad. You're going to get pissed and you're going to speak up about it. But if a boss looks at you like you're stupid, then you better slap him silly because, like, he's stupider. Because, like, why in the hell would you just have a conversation with this person that you haven't met in, like, 15 years? I'm going to take this example back from when I first said it because it's a great example. Like, you've known this person for, like, 15, 20 years, right? But, like, why? Just be But you, you, you just started talking to them in this moment when they walked in into your office and you had a conversation with them. You just now met them for the first time in, like, a long time, like in 20 years. 
points and then you're just going to give them the position and you can just you can just say that this example is not actually it will never it can never actually happen but honestly it could because hello when you see a person that you haven't seen in a long as time your 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 first instinct is to just be nice and to be genuine and to actually understand and actually like acknowledge what they've been doing for the past 20 years since you guys last spoke like you're gonna be all into the conversation so if they come up with a, a suggestion that they want you to sort of um endure on then you're gonna probably say yes you're not gonna say no because you don't want them you just met them for the first time in like a long ass time you're not gonna you're not gonna want want to make them upset you're gonna want you're gonna want to make them a, a little happy so yes this could this example might be a little bit too far-fetched but like it could possibly happen you never know even if a person doesn't just walk in there, have a conversation with the boss for like 40 minutes and then they get the position, like it could probably not go like that, but like they could get a, a position, maybe not a position that another employee is trying to get, but rather they get a position that the boss allows them to get. But as this person works for maybe like just one year and there's a promotion coming up to get this promotion and this the other employee is trying to get that promotion but for some reason this person that the boss knows for 20 years gets promoted even after one year of working there like there's movies and there's shows that obviously like show a lot of aggression or a lot of um anger towards another employee when they get promoted for only being there for only one year in the company like there's there's some movies that actually showcase that and i think it's very interesting on how people react towards that because it's a little bit shitty it's like uh brian has been working here for only a year or like six months i've been working here for 40 years but like why why did not why did not why did i why did not oh my gosh why didn't i get the promotion they might say, well, Brian is 24. He's a little young, so he can reach like the younger audience now in this generation. You are like maybe 50 years old. I don't think you'll bring in much as what Brian will bring in. They might say some shit like that because obviously our generation is well more, I wouldn't say well advanced, but like more knowledgeable on like severe, you know, world issues now. And I think we bring more of like, community together and we bring more of like an outlook a better outlook on like the world issues and so i think a lot of companies will look for that but like i definitely think it's wrong to just say that if a person is it doesn't matter if they're 50 years old and they've worked for the company for like 10 years they still provide a more beneficial work ethic to your company be grateful for that yes brian may be young or whatever but like he's only worked here for a year he doesn't have he doesn't have as much experience like just be like they could probably be like, oh well, even though he's been here for a year, he has he ha he could he is well experienced. No, he's not. He's only worked for a one year. I've been working here for fifteen years. That's longer than a year. I've had more experience. I have I had more knowledge. I had more um, creative work ethic for fifteen years. But I'm not getting promoted because I'm not young enough. Like they might say some shit like, or they might even like be like, oh well, you're a woman. They might say some shit like that. You never know. Like that shit still happens in the work place to this day there's a lot of unutilized and unresolved standards that are not yet unresolved yet in the workplace or any or anywhere honestly and it's quite disappointing on how some companies still do that like it's absurd but anyways if you experience nepotism um just know try to speak up 
or try to or, or at least try to report it at least to HR and see what they can do because they have the resources and they can do it. But I don't really know how they can like actually actually like permanently permanently sorry stop nepotism from happening. I don't know if they could possibly do that because this person might have a lot of like I don't know money. You never, you never know. It can be, it can it's crazy. Anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, thank you. If you didn't, love you too. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, so I'm still kind of like getting confused with the whole like, should I upload a video podcast each Wednesday or each Sunday? I'm kind of like still going over that. But as soon as I get that situated, that schedule situated, I will let you guys know. I'll probably like you know do a little announcement on my everything changes podcast Instagram page. Um, but furthermore, um, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Um, I, it's, it's very nice where I, where I'm at. Um, it's the sun's shining about to go on a walk soon. I have to do a class at like two 45. So once I get done with that, I'm going to probably do some work and then probably go out for a walk. Cause it's really nice out. So, um, and maybe take my dog out. So, um, yeah. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Um, or a great day. Um, get yourself some coffee, some matcha, a bagel, get something to eat, have fun, dance around, like do whatever you want to help. Do whatever you want to do, honestly, and live your life to the fullest, baby. <laughs> it's whatever. I, this is so corny. But anyways, um, see you guys later. Talk to you guys later. Love you.